Well, the Department of Public Enterprises has welcomed the commitment by National Treasury that government will support and source funding for a business rescue plan for South African Airways, which will result in the emergence of a new viable, sustainable, competitive national airline. Now, on Tuesday, 86% of SAA creditors voted in favor of the proposed business rescue plan. A 75% vote was needed for the business rescue plan to be adopted in order to save SAA from going to liquidation. So for more on this, we joined on the line by aviation expert uh, Lyndon Burns. Thanks so much and welcome to Update at Noon. Thanks. Can I can I just correct something there? Please go ahead. Okay. So the vote that took place on Tuesday, it wasn't that 86% of the creditors, if you were counting the number of creditors, that they voted uh, in favor of approving the plan. The vote was broken up and allocated, portions of the vote were allocated to creditors according to the amount of their claim, uh, of their financial claim. So the business rescue practitioners allocated a percentage or a fraction of the vote to to the creditors based on what they deemed was the quantum of their, their financial claim. So the banks, which represented the smallest number of creditors, had the largest percentage of the vote. The, 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 the handful of banks, four or five banks, actually held six, over 60% of the vote. Um, so it's not quite right to say 86% of creditors voted to approve it. Uh, in fact, it, you'd probably find that if you were counting the number of creditors, the vast number of them would have voted against it, but they all held very small fractions of a vote. Very interesting, and thanks okay. for that, putting that into perspective, right. because it certainly uh, does put a, a different light on it there, yes. Lyndon. Uh, but, but, but let's talk about this business rescue plan that is on the table yeah. and what exactly they were voting on. Sure. So, uh, uh, essentially, this is all about, you know... Uh, <sighs> government saying, you know, we want to keep SAA going. And and you read out a a WhatsApp or a message you'd had from one of your listeners a couple of seconds ago where where the person had said, you know, why are we throwing money at this? It only... Uh, it's only used by a fraction of, uh, you know, the populace. And I think we need to to separate two things. First of all, we need to look at and not lose sight of the importance and the important role and economic contribution that airlines and the airline industry make to South Africa. This is an industry that supports over 470,000 jobs around the country. It's an industry that contributes about $9.4 billion to our economy and represents over 3% of our GDP. And SAA is an important element of that. It's not, when you look at the airline industry, you shouldn't be looking at it in terms of, well, who are the people that use it? It's who are the people who benefit from it. Our economy benefits from it. We get jobs that are created because businesses need air transport. You need air transport to connect people uh, and their markets in order to move goods and services around. So that's what they do. Now, the question is, should this be something that is, you know, that is provided uh, with taxpayers' money, or should it be left um, to the private sector? And in the past, there's always been um, an accommodation for both. 
and South Africa um, to varying degrees. So we've had SA and SA Express, which are state-owned, and we've had private sector airlines as well and foreign airlines coming in and out of the country. And now the, 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 the crunch issue is we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're in the middle of an accompanying economic crisis. Is it appropriate that, and, and can we afford to have the taxpayer bail out the airline at this point in time? And I think that's, that's really the, 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 the departure point. And people are asking those questions. Treasury saying, you know, quite emphatically a few days ago, there is no money for this. Um, and there's no money for other SOEs. Um, and, and the credit rating agencies and the international lenders will be looking very closely to see what we do now and how, how much you know, Treasury is able to keep its resolve. And I think it's fascinating to read closely the statement that was issued this morning because nowhere does it say where this money is going to come from. All it says is there's a commitment. It's a statement of intent. There's no detail. There's nothing about where it's coming from and when it's coming. Mm. Uh, what about the question of a return on investment for the South African taxpayer? Yeah. Because I take the point that you were making about how much uh, this particular industry and uh, looking at SAA, the number of mm. families, the number of people, uh, the contribution to the economy, but a contribution of our own taxpayers' money. And mm. some people are saying this is, and we have been for many years, throwing good money after bad, Linda. Yes, and, and part of that is because it's not, you know, it gets quite complex. Yes, there's been maladministration, there's been poor governance, there have been some questionable decisions taken about it uh, and how it should be run and where the sort of routes it should serve. Um, uh, and all of those things. And, and a lot of this now is all down to, okay, so we're going to, to uh, you know, restart this thing again, fire up the engines. Um, but again, you know, it, it's on the basis of a promise by government that it will change its behavior in the way it interferes with the airline. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a state-owned airline. There are some very successful ones around the world, like Singapore, like Emirates, like um, Ethiopian, but they exist in different regulatory environments. But the one thing they all have in common is that the government as the shareholder says, here's your mandate, here's your capital, you go off, um, hire the right people, and we leave you to do the job. We don't interfere on a day-to-day -day basis and tell you what route you've got to fly. Mm. And also, given the level of indebtedness right now of SAA, mm. is this really the best decision? If you look at this um, uh, projected amount of mm. 10.1 billion rand uh, that uh, we are told will yeah. now be given, is that sufficient? Uh uh, there are a lot of questions about that. There are a lot of questions about the the assumptions upon which the projections for the airline going forward are made. Nobody at the moment has a very clear crystal ball um, when it comes to determining the, the future of, of the air transport industry, not just in South Africa but worldwide. Um, you know, we're in, we're in an unprecedented crisis. Um, we've got airlines, big airlines that four months ago were, you know, icons of profitability that are now on their knees that are getting bailouts or that are having to go to the banks, but crucially, which are making huge cuts 
You know, you've had an airline like United announcing 36,000 retrenchments. American Airlines saying they're going to have to lay off over 20,000. Emirates announcing on Sunday 9,000 job cuts on over and above the other 2,000 they just announced. This is something that's happening around the world. It's not unique to here. The question, though, here is that our entire air transport system in the country, which includes another several SOEs like AXA, the airports company, the Air Traffic Navigation Services, the SA Weather Service, the South Africa Civil Aviation Authority, which is the safety oversight organization for aviation, they're all in financial distress at the moment, having to cut back as well because there's no air travel, because we're not allowed to fly at the moment under the lockdowns. And they all derive their revenue from passengers using air transport or from airlines paying their fees as well. Um, so we need to rescue and provide relief to the entire aviation sector, not just those state-owned ones, but also the private sector airlines, because they provide feeder traffic and they provide the volume of traffic that goes through those airports, that use those flights, that generates that revenue, that keeps those other SOEs um, uh, you know, functioning. Um, so there's so much mutual codependence that to just throw all the money and everything at SAA um, is, is rather short-sighted or narrow-sighted, if you like, um, when there's an entire industry. And then on top of that, the entire tourism and travel sector, because there's no point having airlines flying if you can't actually allow people to, to travel. So the Democratic Alliance, Lyndon, have come out. Uh, they've sent a letter to Minister Mboweni uh, in which they are actually cautioning against the use of any more public funding for SAA uh, and uh, specifically not in terms of uh, Section 16 of the Public Finance Management Act, as they say. So could this be a reasonable caution to government, one, and two, has there been any mention of equity partners uh, have any been obtained? And, and yeah. what do you make of that situation? Okay, so let's deal with the legal challenges first. I, I, I've read the, the DA statement and I've also seen the piece that was uh, written by the fellow from um, Martinson Starden from the, the Free Market Foundation about a constitutional challenge. Um, I'm not a legal expert and I'm, I'm not familiar with the PFMA the details. So I'd rather stay away from that, but I'm sure that they will at some point, um, someone's probably going to find sufficient grounds to challenge the both the funding and the procedure. Um, to um, I've gone blank there, forgive me. On, on, on the equity partners. On the equity partners. So DP, Department of Public Enterprise have been very cryptic. They've said that there are, that they've received uh, unsolicited expressions of interest. Quite what that means is not very clear. Uh, you or I or any of the view uh, of the listeners could walk into a Ferrari dealership, show an interest, and in, you know by looking at the brochure and the salesman says, "Would you like to go for a spin?" Um, that doesn't mean I'm actually in a position to go and cough up for buying a new Ferrari tomorrow, or you, or you know, anyone else who's on the show today. Um, so what exactly is an expression of interest? How credible are these equity partners or, you know, that, 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 that they are talking to? And it begs the question, how much are they willing to sell? And does this mean they're no longer wedded to the ideological position that the state must own and control the airline? In which case, 
what's the point? Why not then just let anyone who's got the money go and start a new airline unencumbered? Why does the taxpayer have to then shoulder that burden? Um, and the other thing, of course, is that um, you know we have a limit on foreign investment and shareholding in any South African airline. We're limited to 25% if you are investing in an airline that flies domestically. Um, so, you know, that's already a limitation to any foreign direct investment. Um, and the other thing is, how compatible is this development mandate with an investor mandate? You know, an investor invests in something because he can make a higher return on his investment in whatever he's putting the money in over and above, over putting it into something else, whether it's a savings account or, or another venture. Um, the development mandate is something completely different. It, it's not the same motive at all. So how do you marry the two, and how do they live side by side in the same organization? Um, you know, if, if the issue is that we need to provide essential air services linking smaller towns that some of the private airlines are not geared to serve, um, then put those out to tender and, and, and let the government subsidize those, or you know, government being local, provincial, uh, and national, let them subsidize those routes um, uh, that could be put out to tender to another operator to, to run them, rather than having to carry the, the burden of starting and owning an airline. Well, Lyndon Burns, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Aviation expert uh, talking to the latest development around uh, the SAA situation. And uh, the latest is, of course, that National Treasury have uh, said that they will support and source funding uh, for uh, SAA and to the tune of 10.1 billion rand.